Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mother of Fun podcast. My name is Audrey, and in today's episode, I wanted to share how I am building a healthy lifestyle for myself that is manageable as a mother with a toddler. So, whew, sorry, I'm to set the scene. I'm walking home from the park, and I just walked up a hill, so I'm a little out of breath, hence why I'm trying to get into a healthy lifestyle. But here's the thing. It can be so hard as a mom to feel like, number one, you have time for yourself, and number two, you have the energy to take care of yourself. So that's why I wanted to share this episode today, because I think it's going to be really helpful for all the mamas out there. So I'm just going to dive right in and teach you or tell you, I don't know, teach you, tell you what I ended up doing to create a manageable plan for myself in order to eat healthier and have a way to manage like the fitness routine. So, sorry, I'm still out of breath. (laughs) Oh, that hill. So anyways, The first thing I want to share is getting into the right mindset. So for me, I recently was feeling kind of down about my physical appearance. Not, I mean, in general, I think I look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty confident in myself. So I don't think I look terrible. But over the past winter slash spring of this year, I was extremely depressed and I kind of medicated myself with food because I didn't have support system and, you know, it was cold and COVID and just feeling the overwhelm and I was tired. So in order to kind of get through my days, I ate a lot of sweets and treats. And so I just needed a hit of sugar every few hours to keep going. If you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, then trust me, I've been there. I was binge eating Oreos for breakfast and Doritos and ice cream in the afternoon when the baby was sleeping and treats at night, boba tea more often than I probably should have. So my excuse was, you know, I just need to get through this day. This is a lot. I'm overwhelmed. So I deserve this, right? I I kept saying, I deserve this treat. Like, I earned this. I work hard as a mom, a stay-at-home mom, every day, all day. I deserve to give myself a treat. And, you know, I'm not wrong in in that mentality, I don't think. But it got to the point where that every once in a while treat turned into every meal, pretty much. I was eating treats. So... That, with the fact that I just didn't really spend time to plan meals for myself, led me to where I am now, which is I gained, this is going to sound like not a lot, but I gained two pounds in the past two months or so, and all of it went to my stomach. So that's when I started feeling a lot more self-conscious about it, because now it's summer, and now I want to go to the beach, but I'm not even looking the way I did two months ago. So that's when I was like, you know what, I got to I gotta change something here because a treat now and again is fine. And I'm going to talk about that when I talk about the nutrition plan that I started for myself. 
which is definitely not a diet. I promise you, I cannot do diets and I do like treats. So I'm not giving any of that up. So I decided like the, the reasons I decided to change my lifestyle at this moment in my life was number one, the belly fat is, you know, obviously doesn't look good. It makes my clothes not fit as well. And I want to have another baby soon. So I'm talking like the end of the year, probably getting pregnant by then. Mama. Yes, baby, I'm feeding her some cheese. Here, have your cheese. Yummy. So I want to get pregnant again. And I want to be in the best shape I possibly can be. So that's what I did when I got pregnant with Mia. I was going to the gym five times a week for an hour. And I was in really good shape. I was actually the same weight I am now when I got pregnant. But my body was more muscle and less fat at the time. So my goal is kind of to get back to that physique where I cut down on the excess fat. Sorry, there's a really loud truck going by. I cut down on that that abdominal fat because that is definitely not a place where I want to be carrying this extra fat as I grow a new human, you know? That is the home of the next baby. And I know a lot of people out there probably, you know, it's not it's not necessary, you know, it's not like you have to lose weight before you have a baby. But in my opinion, I think it's best to be in your best health before you get pregnant because it's so hard on your body. I gained 40 pounds when I was pregnant with Mia and it was hard. Like I was so heavy, I could barely move by the end and I was exhausted. So if I hadn't taken, you know, the precautions I did of getting in shape before I got pregnant and even trying to keep up with a little bit of a fitness during my pregnancy, I don't know if I would have made it through. I probably would have just really been laying around even more. So I think it's important to do this. So that's one of my reasons why I wanted to get healthy, because not only losing the weight, but also getting into a healthier diet, because when you are pregnant, you should be eating healthy so that the baby that's growing inside, you can get those nutrients. So I don't want to wait until I'm pregnant and then try and change my whole lifestyle, you know, because it's not really the time for it. You should do it in advance. So that's why I decided it was time to start limiting the treats and stuff and start eating whole foods more often and less packaged stuff. So generally we cook at home, we eat at home most of the time. So it's not like a huge change, but definitely it is going to be a lot different with not snacking on cookies and chips all day long and ice cream and bobas and brownies. I actually made a batch of no-bake cookies a couple weeks ago, 24 cookies, and I ate 20 of them <laughs> within three days. And there was a whole cup of sugar in that batch. So I pretty much had an entire cup of sugar over three-day period. And that's not counting the other stuff I ate. So that's when I was like, no, this is really bad. Like, I shouldn't be eating like this. And the other reason I decided I want to change is because I don't want gestational diabetes or type 2 diabetes. So gestational diabetes is obviously it's hormonal. So I'm not sure how much the food I'm eating now has to do with that per se. But definitely type 2 diabetes is something that you can get if you're eating too much sugar. So I'm not completely cutting it out, like I said. 
that's not my lifestyle. So I decided that if I can build my meal plans to be healthier, then that will help me to cut down on the snacking. Because usually it's like I didn't really eat a proper breakfast, so then I'm reaching for some cookies at 10 a.m. That was usually what I would do. Or like I would eat some like sugary breakfast and then be hungry at 9.30 or 10 and have to have a snack in order to get to lunch. So by building a proper meal plan, it's going to help me to curb that snacking. And so I've already started. So I'm going to tell you just like the process that I took in order to create a meal plan that works for me and for baby because I I always make Amelia's food at home. So usually I was cooking her separate stuff for me. Hold on a second. Recycling truck. Sorry, you guys. I know it's annoying. I really hope you guys don't mind listening to podcasts like this. But this is just the easiest time for me to record. So, as I was saying, I usually would cook her separate food because I wasn't eating healthy enough to share what I was eating with her. But now I'm planning meal plans that we both can eat together. So I think it's making my life easier at the same time because I don't have to cook a separate thing for her. And we both can enjoy the food together. So here's what I did in order to start planning a meal plan for myself. So I'm quite picky. So what I did was I literally just took my notebook and I wrote out all the meal ideas I had for breakfast, lunch, and snacks. Because dinners I plan with my husband. So I'm not going to cook like a separate dinner for myself. We're just going to try and eat. I mean, typically we just eat a protein, a carb, and a, and a vegetable at dinner time, and it's fine. So dinner is not really the issue. It's just the meals where I'm on my own because he eats his own lunch. He eats rice and different things for lunch. I'm not really interested in his lunch because I don't want to eat rice every single day. So I took my notebook out, and I wrote down. I just brain dumped, and I was, like, on Pinterest and also just thinking of things I've eaten in the past that I enjoyed that were healthy. And, like, for me, the definition of healthy is just whole foods, home-cooked whole foods. It doesn't have to be, like, low-carb or high-protein or low-fat. I don't follow any of that stuff at all because I don't think it's healthy to cut any, like, aside from sugar and, like, packaged food. I don't think it's healthy to cut any sort of natural foods out of your diet. So... Just keeping a, a balance of protein, fat, and carbs is important for having a healthy diet. So I definitely don't recommend, you know, keto or whatever, paleo, all those things. It's just too much. It's too hard on your body. And it doesn't make any sense to do that, especially when you're a mom and you're trying to take care of a child. You don't want the added stress of counting carbs or fats or calories or whatever. Just by planning meals that are made up of healthy whole foods, then you don't have to worry about that stuff. So that's what I decided to do. So as I said, I I wrote everything down and I just put like a little letter next to it. So S for snack, B for breakfast, L for lunch next to each of the ideas. And then I printed out calendars so that I could write each meal that I'm going to have, each meal and snack out on the calendar. And when I did this, I planned it so that 
I was kind of using like similar ingredients over the course of the week because I also didn't want a high grocery bill or for food to go to waste because that happened to me a lot of times where I'm trying to be healthy. So I buy like this salad mix and then this, that, and the other thing. And by the end of the week, half of it goes to waste. And that's not obviously what you want to do either. So I decided that I was going to try and be strategic about it and plan things that are not too difficult either. Because I can meal prep on Sunday, but I didn't want to have to be like freshly cooking meals during the day when I have the baby. Okay, I'm home now, so it should be quieter for the rest of the recording. I'm just going to play with her for a few minutes while I finish up this episode. So the other thing that I did when planning the meals is, like I said, just, you know, being careful about planning with similar ingredients. So, for example, this week I did, I bought a big package of chicken. So we had chicken thighs for one of our meals for dinner and then I used some of the thighs to make a chicken soup and so that's good and then I bought chicken breast and I cooked it just with salt and pepper in the oven I baked it and then what I'm doing with it is I'm chopping it up and making a chicken salad with it but I only chop up what I need so I have the breasts in an airtight container in the fridge and then I just cut a portion off of what I'm going to eat chop it up mix it with you know mayonnaise um cranberries, walnuts, and then I put on the sandwich like avocado, lettuce, I use whole grain breads. So that's that. But then for me, I hate eating the same thing day in and day out. So the reason I left the chicken the way it is with just salt pepper is if I do get sick of having chicken salad sandwich, I can change it to buffalo chicken sandwich. So I have buffalo sauce in the fridge already. So I can easily just toss the chicken in a buffalo sauce and make it a buffalo chicken sandwich, you know, come Thursday when I'm getting sick of chicken salad. So that's kind of the approach I'm taking. Next week, I'm going to probably grill chicken. So that way I can do like marinate the chicken in two different ways, grill it all up on one day, and then just heat and eat throughout the week on different dishes. So that's another hack if you want to meal plan in an easier way where you cook a lot, but you don't eat the same thing every day. Amelia's talking. So that's what I do for breakfast. This week, I'm doing overnight oats, which is one of my favorites, healthy breakfast, because I get to have lots of fruit with that. So I do the oatmeal, and then I put fresh berries on top, peanut butter. So the tip I have for you, if you're planning meals, and you want to cut down on like snacking is to make sure you have protein with every single meal you eat. So I know a lot of people don't usually have protein at breakfast. Usually you just have like cereal or toast. But definitely try, Amelia, definitely try to add protein. So for me, it's usually like nuts or peanut butter um, because I don't usually eat meat for breakfast. I guess you could have like bacon or sausage, but, um, or ham. But I do usually peanut butter in the morning. So I can do peanut butter on toast, peanut butter in my oatmeal. Um, let me think what else do I have on my list? 
or healthy breakfast. I mean, you can do smoothies and you can put peanut butter in your smoothies or protein powder if you prefer that. Just make sure you get one that's not loaded with sugar because then it kind of defeats the purpose of having a smoothie because fruit has sugar in it. And then if you have a protein powder with tons of sugar, then it's just kind of silly. So those are my like little tips for the meal planning. Amelia, can you not climb on the table? Come here. Can we play playroom, please? Sorry, you guys. This is the real and the raw. This is a mother trying to record a podcast with a very active toddler. It's almost her nap time, too, so I probably should end this soon. But I just wanted to talk about the fitness real quick. So it's going to be a short um, episode, but if you guys want more like episodes on this topic, please let me know. I will be more than happy to make more, but I just wanted to get this out there. Amelia, please don't. Please don't scream. Oh my god, I guess I have to stop recording. I just listened to the episode and realized that I forgot to record a segment on my treat situation because I was leading up to it and then I just completely forgot. So, I'm back. I'm currently walking up the hill on the stroller. So I may be out of breath in a moment, but I wanted to tell you guys quickly before... I finalized this episode for you to listen to about my treat plan. So I told you guys that I wanted to eat healthier in general, which meant cutting back on snacks and treats. But like I said, I love my treats. I cannot go without my chocolate, my ice cream, my bobas. I need those. And so I'm going up the hill. (laughs) I did not want to limit myself at all. I mean, not at all, but, like, I didn't want to completely cut it out. So my first thought was, oh, my God, sugar is evil. I need to cut it out. I can't even eat any foods that have added sugar. I'm going to read all the labels. I'm going to throw everything away in my house. And that happened for, like, a day. I was thinking that mindset. And then I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I'm not doing that. So I realized I really just need balance. Balance is what I was missing because if you're eating healthy generally and then you have treats here and there, that's fine. There's nothing, it's not going to be the end of your health if you have an ice cream or like, you know, if you drink, you have drinks with your friends. That's not going to just ruin your entire healthy lifestyle. And I felt like when I didn't really think about it like that, I was just all or nothing. I'm like, well, it's either no sugar or I'm just going to eat the whole package of Oreos because what the fuck, why not? (laughs) Excuse my language. But that's just how I was feeling. I was like, well, does it really matter if I'm not going to just do it completely? And then I thought about it and I remembered many years ago, I actually, when I went to college, I gained 35 pounds because the first two years I just ate whatever I wanted You know, the dining hall was buffet-style ice cream 24-7. I would go to Dunkin' Donuts a couple times a week, and I would order a turkey cheddar bacon on a croissant and a Boston cream donut for breakfast and ice water. That was my breakfast a couple times a week. And, you know, one time here and there is fine. But when you eat like that multiple times, it completely adds up. And the same thing goes for this time when I gained a lot of weight. 
I was eating Paris baguette every single weekend. I would go on Saturday. Hold on, I gotta check on her. What's the story? You got your Cheerios here. Here you go. There. You eat them? I would go to Paris baguette every Saturday, pick up my husband's coffee, and then get tons of pastries. So I'd get savory ones, sweet ones, enough for two days. Like I would just spend at least $30 every time I go to Paris baguette. And that definitely showed up on the waistline because it's, you know, the time I started doing that habit is when I put on the weight. So my realization is you can have whatever you want, just not every day. So when I built my treat plan, what's the matter, Amelia? You want water? You want water? We're going to be home soon, I promise. Yeah, you see the birdies in the tree. That's, that's great. You have good eyes. So when I built my treat plan, I said, okay, here's how it's going to go. Dark chocolate, I can have a piece of dark chocolate every single day. No questions asked. I get that. And ice cream. I can have ice cream once a week. No questions asked. That's it. I'm not going to limit just because I'm trying to be quote unquote healthy. Boba tea. You know, I love it. I said, okay twice a month and the reason for all this is for example if my friends want to get boba I don't want to have to be like well no I'm on a diet or like you know I cut out boba from my life so I can't have it when boba brings me so much joy (laughs) so I was like I can't just not have it so I allot myself twice a month and I think that's plenty you know that's that's enough where if I get invited which I don't get invited that many times but if I get invited once and then like I just want to go because one day twice a month is a good allotment and so far it's working out I actually have not had any ice cream since starting my thing I have not had have I had any I haven't had any dark chocolate since I started even though I allotted myself one piece per day if I want it but so far, I haven't wanted it, so I just don't eat it. But it's in the cupboard. It's it's waiting for me whenever I want it. And so I just feel like as soon as you tell yourself, yes, you can still have this, it almost loses its magic. Because before, if you're like, oh, I can't have it, now you want it. You want it, and you want it. You want, like, ten servings of it because you just know you're not supposed to have it, you know? So I highly recommend, before we move on to the fitness portion of the episode, If you're still thinking about your meal plan, put treats into your meal plan because it's just going to be good for you. And it doesn't have to be like, well, now today I have ice cream on the schedule, so I have to eat ice cream. Just eat the ice cream when you want it, but at the frequency you decide is healthy for you. So for me, it's once a week. But again, haven't had ice cream in a while. I think it's been like almost two weeks. So I don't follow, like, once a week I eat ice cream. I just say, on average, I should only be eating ice cream once a week. So I hope that makes sense. All right, guys, it's two days later, and I'm back to finish the episode. Mia just got crazy and was screaming, and then I had to put her for her nap, and then the moment was gone, and I just stopped recording. But now I can talk about the fitness plan that I made for myself, which is honestly going super well and I actually feel really excited for my workouts every day now so 
Here's my tip for you. If you want to work out consistently, you have to find something that you can do that you like doing. Because if you are just trying to do, you know, this like workout fad or this workout challenge that you know is going to give you results, but it's intense and it's not your, you know, your usual thing. Hold on a minute. Amelia, I need to wipe that swing. She wants to go on a swing, but it's all wet. I'll put this little sweater. You want to go on a swing? Once again, real and raw. You want to go on a swing? I'm going to put a sweater under your bottom, okay? You want to go on this one? Come here. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Sit down. Sit down. Nice. Now you want the other one? Oh, Amelia. I'm sorry, you guys. I probably should have hit pause so you don't have to listen to this part. But, <laughs> but again, I am, like, trying to do this hands-free. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Now you want the other one. You see, this toddler, I set her up for one swing. She wants the other. Well, you know what? Mama just dried this off with your sweater, and that's pretty sad because this is a white sweater. But you know what? Maybe next time I'll remember to bring a towel. Which one do you want? Let's not play games. You want this one? Okay, ready? One, two, three. You're going to get it. Boom. Good job. Amazing. Great job. Ready? Mama, push you. Okay, guys. So anyways, as I was saying, you need to find something that you actually like doing. Because if you try and do, like I said, one of those challenges, which I did that. When I was uh, like five months postpartum, I did a Chloe Ting um, two-week shred ab challenge. And, you know, I got through it. But it was such a struggle. And I hated it every time I did it. And now I can't even listen to her voice. Like, I tried to do the challenge again later, and I just couldn't even, I I just got in a bad mood hearing her voice. So, I don't recommend, like, unless you really enjoy those things. So, like, if you try it and you really love it, then that's great for you. Go ahead and do that. But for me, it just did not vibe with me. I know a lot of people like weightlifting as their, like, workout because maybe they're not into cardio. I personally like cardio. Although I do want to get into more weight training at some point. So for me, what I did, do you want a stick? Okay, here you go. What I did when I was setting up my workout routine for this new healthy lifestyle that I'm building is I chose my favorite workout, which is incline walking on a treadmill. So I actually invested in a treadmill for at my house, which was so expensive and I was honestly regretting it in the beginning because I was like oh my god why did I spend you know two thousand dollars total with the shipping and everything on this machine like what if what if it was a mistake what if I don't use it maybe it would have been cheaper if I had a gym membership but honestly it has been life-changing for me because before I had Mia my go-to workout was incline walking on a treadmill at the gym, of course, because I didn't have a treadmill. So I would go either like after work or sometime when I when I used to work and have to commute really far, I wouldn't go to the gym till 8.30 or 9 p.m. because I had a gym at my apartment facility. So I would do it like that. And I loved it. I would go for an hour. I would watch like Netflix or music videos. And it was such a good stress reliever and a release. And so when I had Mia, I thought for sure, 
after I had her, I would start going to the gym and do my thing. But then COVID happened and everybody knows. Like, I feel like you don't have to say anything. You just say COVID happened and then that explains the whole situation. So I was planning to join my local gym. Obviously, I did not. And so I was trying to find things I could do for exercise that would, you know, bring me the same type of joy. But I could not find any alternative. Like, I do like going for walks with the baby. So we always are out. Like, obviously, right now we're at the park. I don't know if I told you that. We're at the park. We go to the park every morning. So that's a good walk for me. It's 15 minutes here, 15 minutes back. But that's not high intensity for me. That's not enough. I do like to really push myself. And so I needed that treadmill. And at first I thought I wanted the treadmill, right? I thought, well, it's, you know, it's not necessary. I just want it. But once I had it and I got on and I did my first workout, within eight minutes I said, no, I needed this because this brought back a piece of myself from post, you know, from pre-baby. I felt, you know, so happy like I almost wanted to cry because it was just exactly what I needed so since then I have been you know using my treadmill and so when I came up with the fitness plan for this you know this new lifestyle I again wanted to make it manageable because you have to make it manageable when you're a mom and you have kids you can't expect you know yourself to be doing like a thousand percent on a fitness and a thousand percent on the diet and, and, and then still be a good mom. And if you're working, that's a whole nother thing. So for me, I planned and I said, okay, what's manageable for me? What is manageable for me is I will do one workout per day in the evening after Mia goes to bed. So I used to try and do it during nap time. That was stressful because I never knew how long she was going to sleep, sometimes 40 minutes, sometimes an hour and 30 minutes. So then I would feel rushed. I wouldn't really like be enjoying the moment. So I said, okay, it's going to be after she goes to bed, she's down for the night. I'm going to set a time like every day. When is my workout going to be? Because I would be like, oh yeah, I'll get to it later. And then some days I just wouldn't do it. Or I'd be like, oh, now it's too late. So I wrote in my journal and I said, 8.30 PM. I have to, that's, that's when it will be. It can be earlier if I have free time, like if she goes to bed really early and I digested my dinner already and I'm ready to get on at eight, sure, get on at eight. It can be, you know, a little tiny bit later, like last night it was 8.45 because I was, I was working on something on the computer for a few extra minutes. So I didn't like, and, and the other thing is be flexible with yourself because like, yeah, just because I said 8.30 doesn't mean I'm going to like just drop everything I'm doing and be super strict and be like 8.30, you're on the machine. But 8.30 was just a guideline for myself so that I know generally what time. It's not gonna be like, oh, sometime in the morning, sometime in the afternoon, sometime at night. It's like, no, it's evenings when I have that time after bedtime. And the goal that I gave myself, because usually when I work out, I, you know, you get on, and I think this is true for everybody. In the beginning, you're like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. I'm only going to do a, a short one or a, a light one. And then once you get into it, you're just like so excited and then you want to keep going. That's me. So instead of like planning my goals around the I'm so into this, I can keep going, I'm going to crush it mindset, I set my goals just around the minimum of what can I do even on a day when I'm lazy? Because you know you're going to have those days. If the baby didn't sleep the night before, the baby got up early, 
You just did not get a break. What? You have a sleep regression going on. That's what we have right now. You want to come out? Then you've got to choose a workout that, you know, it may not sound like a lot, but the key here is consistency, not killing yourself. So I definitely recommend if you're planning a fitness routine for yourself and you're a mom, just choose the minimum. So if that's only 10 minutes for you, that's all you can do, that's fine. For me, my minimum is 20 minutes. It's about 200 calories burned on a treadmill for me because I do a very intense incline walking session. That's my workout. I get on and I immediately turn the incline to 15%. That's as high as my machine goes. Some of them go higher. I just couldn't afford a machine that went higher than 15. So that's what I got. And I put it on three miles per hour. I know exactly how much I'm going to burn within the 20 minutes. So it's, it's manageable for me. That doesn't really kill me. Yes, it gives me a good workout, but unlike running where you just feel miserable, or at least I do, because like my lungs start burning and my boobs are flying everywhere. If you're nursing, you know what that's like. I am still nursing at 16 months postpartum and my boobs go everywhere. <laughs> so if you plan a workout that just is your minimum, but you can keep it up for you know four or five days a week, that's all you need. You don't need to be going crazy. And so I just want to make that super clear because I know that when you're thinking, oh, I need to, I need to lose weight or I need to get healthy. I need to do this. I need to. And you're already stressed because you have so much going on. It's not going to be helpful to expect yourself to do an hour or even, you know, a 30 minute session every single day when that's not, you know, that's just not what you can do. So just shoot for, you know, the 10 minutes. Say, I'm going to work out. So for me, it's Monday through Friday at 8.30 p.m., burning 200 calories on the treadmill, which is about 20 minutes. And then if I do more than that, great. Let me tell you, on Monday, I got really into my workout, and I was, like, listening to some new music, and my friend was giving me recommendations. So I had tons of new songs to go through, and I stayed on the treadmill you're going to scream an hour and 40 minutes because my workout is manageable. It doesn't, you know, it's and, and I enjoy it. And I was just in the zone, like enjoying my music. I listened to like really hyped up Korean hip hop and R&B songs when I work out or always. <laughs> so be having that time by myself, getting my heart rate up, sweating, enjoying my favorite music, and just feeling like I have a part of my life that's for me, I went, I kept going. And I burned 800 calories in that session. And it was amazing. It was one of my best sessions I've ever done. And it's because I stayed on for a long time. I had the ability to do that. But I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying that when you go in with the, the minimum mindset, more likely than not, you're going to do more than what you set out to do. And if you don't, you still met your goal. So I hope that you're inspired by hearing this. If you made it this far into the episode, um, I know that the quality of these audios really isn't that amazing. So if you listen to the whole episode, then thank you so much. I really would like to make it like super professional, but I just feel so much more 
creative and excited to talk to you guys when I'm out in the morning like this, when I'm at the park with Mia. Again, I wear my AirPods. I just hit record on my phone. I'm watching her. She's playing right now. She's got a stick, of course. We just went up and down the playground as we were talking. You didn't even know. We climbed up the stairs together, climbed down. So this is like what really brings me joy is being able to share things that are on my heart that I know can help others. And, you know, being obviously with my child, enjoying her as well. She still has my attention, which is good. You know, I'm I'm not taking my eyes off her. It's not like when you're texting somebody and you're looking at your phone or something, which if you're a mom, then you probably know talk to text is the bomb. So you really don't even have to look at your phone. You say a lot of weird spelling things, but that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to share that because I do love sharing on this podcast. And I hope that you like listening to it because it's just, I just feel empowered when I get to share these things. And sometimes I share these things on Instagram, but I feel like I can't truly express the whole thoughts I have in just a caption that has, you know, a character limit. I can do a blog post as well, but again, I don't have time. I have a really hard time finding time to sit on the computer. This past week, so I do YouTube, as you guys know, I'm a YouTuber, and I took a break, and I literally didn't even open my computer for, I think, five days, which is a long time for me, because usually I'm on there every day, editing, checking emails, posting videos, responding to comments, and that was, you know, how I worked, but as I've been trying to shift my mindset to more of taking care of myself. I've been doing less on the computer, which has resulted in me having more time to reflect on things and record my audio diaries. And again, being able to record podcast episodes like these. So that was long winded. I hope you enjoyed this episode. So again, we talked about how to create a manageable meal plan in order to curb snacking and a manageable fitness routine in order to feel like you have done something healthful for yourself, even if you're the most busy and stressed out mama out there. Trust me, again, I know what you're going through. I am there with you. And so I really hope that this advice helps you. And if you want to hear more like wellness on the podcast, please let me know. I do love to share these types of things. And I do plan to go more in depth about mental health as well, because I have been on a journey now. It's been a month of me t- actually taking care of my mental health because I finally realized that without my mental health, I have nothing else. Like I can't be a good mom. I suffered, you know, at length with the postpartum rage and depression. So I know that it's a lot. It's, it's, you have to really put the work in to take care of your mental health. And sometimes you may feel like you don't even have time for it. But I promise you, if you take just a little bit of time every day to take care of your mind, then everything else will fall into place and you'll just be a little bit happier and lighter and It's just all around better for you and for your babies. So with that, I'm going to end this episode. I look forward to recording another episode very soon. And again, if you are listening on Apple, please give this podcast a five-star review if you liked it. Um, 
I do hope that other people can hear these episodes and enjoy the messages that I share. But again, just having one person listen is making me so happy. So thank you so much for listening. Please take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.